All right, Ambush, and today we are joined by A, A, and R, a maverick who happens to be the head behind a fully integrated music company. Not only do they do management, not only do they happen to do a little bit of the publishing and licensing world, even handling a little bit of uh, the record label side of things, they are mixing it all together with a diverse roster bringing it your way in a company called Pop Guru Sound and Vision. Of course, the person behind this vision is my guest today, Mr. Graham Stairs. How's it going today, Graham? Great, great. Glad to be here. Oh, hey, I am uh, absolutely honored to have you here today. And of course, uh, Pop Guru has some exciting things on the go as the world continues to open up. You guys have a... uh, album coming out featuring some of your artists entitled Cover Ammo that we're going to be discussing here today. So uh, I'd love to know, when did this idea begin to take form here? Well, it's, it's kind of interesting. Last year, well, first of all, as you mentioned, we do a lot of sync for film, television, and commercials. And uh, last year, I was talking to this uh, UK music supervisor that I deal with. And uh, she was working on the trailer for the third season of Sex Education for Netflix. And I don't know whether she was joking or not, but she said, uh, you know, like if somebody was interested in doing a cover of Save It For Later by the English Beat, that would be something that I think the producers would be interested. So it just usually when you they say things like that, they say, you know, they by the same time as they're saying, we'd like you to do that. They also say, well, hey, you've got five minutes to do it in, you know, uh, in this case, you know, we actually had a couple of days and I talked to Mark and Martha from Martha and the Muffins and said, hey, would you guys be interested in doing this? And they actually did. And so I pitched it to the music supervisor. She absolutely loved it. Unfortunately, the producers didn't uh, use it, but, you know, Mark and Martha and I were sort of talking afterwards and said, this, this, this is too good a version just to sit there on the shelf. We, we, we need to do something with it. And so Mark said, well, why don't you, you know, why don't you get some of your other artists to do the same thing and, and put out an EP? And I said, okay. And then the idea kind of snowballed from there. So one song for a trailer turned into an idea for an EP, which actually ended up being an album because, Basically, everybody I asked to do it said yes. So, <laughs> oh wow, that's uh, amazing! How one door that maybe was open ends up getting closed, ends up opening this much bigger door for a whole bunch of other artists, right? Yeah, well, I, I'm a great believer in happy accidents. You know, like something like that happens, and you go, "Okay, well, this didn't happen, but..." What, what else can we do with this? And and that's kind of like, <laughs> that's probably like the story of Pop Guru right there, you know, like a series of happy accidents. <laughs> hey, it's uh, happy accidents can uh, create some good things for sure. And for some of the uh, sounds that we have already heard off of this upcoming album, Cover Ammo, which drops on May 20th, quite a few singles out already, and they're all sounding Fantastic. As I mentioned, quite a uh, diverse roster here on Pop Guru. So did all of these artists sort of get to uh, choose their own covers or how did that work out? Yeah, I mean, 
pretty well. Everybody chose their own songs. There were a couple of occasions where I said, uh, uh, what do you think of this song? If you, you know, like a good example of that is Sam Casey's version of I'd Rather Go Blind. You know, I, I had been, you know, periodically, you know, late night, you're going through, down a rabbit hole on YouTube. And I came across this, a version of the song that I've always loved. Uh, by uh, Christine Perfect, who later became Christine McFly, who was in Fleetwood Mac. And she had done an early solo version of that song, and I really loved it. So I played it for Sam. I said, what do you think of this song? And she says, I've always loved that song. I, I used to perform it at clubs around Toronto. And we had been working with this UK producer, Joe Thompson. So I asked him if he'd be interested in producing a version for Sam. And he said, oh, that's one of my favorite all-time songs. So it just happened to roll out that way. And, you know, with Julie, uh, Juliana I, she, I knew she was a big Blondie fan. And I said, uh, would you be interested in doing a song for this? And she said, what about Dreaming by, by Blondie? And I said, absolutely, you know, so... In most cases, I would say everybody sort of chose their own. Occasionally, there was there may have been a nudge or two from me, but for the most part, everybody chose the songs themselves. And in fact, Mark and Martha ended up doing two songs on the album. They did the Save It For Later, and then they also did the old Buffalo Springfield song, uh, For What It's Worth, which the lyrics were written in the 60s and are still relevant as a protest song today. Mm-hmm. It's uh, crazy how music, some people like to say that some things are cyclical and you see some parts of uh, styles of music come back, but it's always uh, somehow the uh, topics of the music somehow stay relevant as well. Yeah, well, I, 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 I think uh, you're right about the whole cyclical thing. I, I, I think that, you know, it really became, came home to me when I remember when the whole Miami was that not Miami Vice, but uh, CSI Miami came out and they used a Who song as the, as the, as the title track, as the theme song. And in fact, all three franchises used a Who song for the theme song. And, you know, I can remember my youngest daughter at the time going, wow, I really love the Who, you know, because she, she was just discovering them because of, the, of that television series. And to her, they were a brand new band, even though they were from the 60s. Like, because like she'd go online, she'd see pictures of them and she'd see a young Keith Moon or a young Roger Daltrey and she'd go, wow, look at these guys, you know? And I'm going, well, actually, they don't look like that anymore. But, but yeah, I mean, there's, there's so much, I mean, because of the internet and everything else and YouTube, you can have, everybody has access to everything. And so I think today it's, it's not so much that it's hard to come up with something original, but I think most artists today, if they're really good, they're bringing in influences from all over the place and they're putting them together in, a, in an interesting way. And I think that's especially true, I think, of artists from Toronto because we're such a multicultural city here that everybody's picking up on things from all, all over the place and, and putting it together in an interesting way. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's uh, definitely a uh, cultural melting pot, as many would say. And uh, 
Speaking about Toronto and speaking about Coverama, of course, we mentioned that the album comes out May 20th, but you guys on the 21st have a show going on down at the Drake Underground featuring six of the artists who happen to uh, be a part of this Coverama album. So uh, can you take us a little bit behind what that show might entail for some people who may be interested in checking it out? Well, I think it'll... I mean, first of all, you know, wow, a live show, you know, <laughs> it's two and a half years. The first show we've done in two and a half years. So, so that's exciting just in, in and of itself, you know, and the fact that we're celebrating the release of the album, I think it, you know, just adds to that. But I think what people can expect is, you know, it's almost like a sampler of, not only the album, because each act will be performing their song from the album, but they'll also be doing a couple of their own songs as well. So, like, one of the good things about the album is it stands alone on its own, I mean, as far as a, a creative work, but also because it's kind of like our first major release of the year, it's also introducing some of the artists like Alex and Sis or Sam Casey who will have their own EPs coming out later in the year. So, so if people come to the show, they're going to see brand new songs from Sam Casey from her EP that will be coming out later in the year. They'll see hear brand new songs from Alex Exists, John Orpheus, you know, Ghost Caravan. Everybody will be performing new songs as well as as their their version on the album. So. It's going to be a great way for people who aren't familiar with Taku or my labeling print, the Confidence Emperors, to sort of dive in and, and, and see what's going to be happening, you know, later on this year. And also, <laughs> next year, 2023, is the 25th anniversary of Taku, so we have a lot of really uh, special releases planned for that. So... This year and next year is going to be a very exciting time for not only for Pop Guru and Confidence Emperors, but also for the artists. Mm-hmm, absolutely. It uh, definitely sounds like there's a lot going on, a lot to balance. And with uh, all, all of these diverse uh, artists, I mean, and I also just want to say that sounds like an incredible show because... Uh, like we say, six diverse artists. It's something for everybody. You're getting new music from all of these artists. It's what what are you missing out on, right? Well, exactly. It's uh, it's uh, well, I grew up in an era where everything was played in radio. It's not wasn't compartmentalized, compartmentalized like it is today. You know, so I've always loved an eclectic range of music. So. You know, I, I just go by, is it good or is it not good? You know, because I, I remember when I first started working with Grand Analog, well, they were performing at a an Ontario showcase at 10 o'clock in the morning. I'm going, oh, God, just what I need, you know, like a hip-hop act at 10 o'clock in the morning. But when they performed, I went, oh my God, these guys are so great. I have to get involved. I don't know anything about this genre, but I have to get involved. And like, here we are 14 years later, and Dario is one of my my good friends and uh, 
Uh, he's now a solo artist, and he also hosts his own national radio show on the CBC every night. But, you know, Grand Analog, just, I mean, they, they are the definitive band, as far as I'm concerned, in the sense that uh, very original, they combine a lot of different interesting elements, but also they keep surprising you, or they kept surprising, just the way Adario did with his new EP. I mean, and to me, that's my favorite kind of artist. Somebody who surprised me every time they, they present a new song or a new album or a new EP. Absolutely. Uh, it's as human beings, we constantly grow and the music that we create should reflect that, right? Well, it should, but you know, there are a lot of artists who, who have a formula and they just keep repeating that formula over and over again. And, you know, for a lot of those artists, it's very successful. So why, why would they change? But that's never been the kind of artist that's a that's that I've been attracted to. I, I'm always, you know, interested in the artist that is is prepared to to keep pushing the envelope as far as what they're doing musically or you know lyrically or artistically and and you know i i'm lucky to work with a lot of artists who who are exactly like that Mm -hmm. absolutely for sure and of course earlier there i was gonna jump into a question about balance and almost lost track there so we're gonna Circle back to that. You mentioned that quite a few of these artists are working on uh, new EPs, new releases, have things coming later this year. And as a uh, management group, as a label, I'm sure you guys are probably wanting to hit the ground running going into that 25th anniversary, but also with the world opening up. So how exactly does Pop Guru, how do you yourself balance all of these creative artists, making sure all of them get their time in the sun? Well, you know, I, I think that I've always been good at sort of uh, managing things. <laughs> but, yeah, I, I think it's just a question of, 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 you know, working out a timeline that works for everybody. And, and so that, as you say, everybody gets an opportunity to have the light shined on them. And, you know, we're, I mean, we're busy, but. I'm not the kind of person just to sign an artist and throw it against the wall and see if it sticks. I want, you know, like we're in it for the long haul. And I think that, you know, we have, as I said, we have brand new artists like Sam Casey or Alex exists, but you know, a lot of the artists like Martha the Muffins, Adario Grand Analog, uh, Will from the Wilderness of Manitoba. I've worked with those uh, people for 10 plus years, you know, so you know, they wouldn't stay with me if they were just sort of a flavor of the month kind of thing. They, they know that I'm going to work hard on their behalf and make sure their voices get heard. And so, yeah, I mean, that's part of the planning is, is just making sure everybody gets their, their, their allotted, you know, hour in the sun, so to speak. And yeah, I mean, it's not easy. I mean, sometimes you're going, oh, my God, did I do this or did I do that? But, you know, for the most part, I mean, if you sort of, you know, plot things out, you can, you can make sure that things get their, get their time. Mm-hmm. It definitely sounds like a uh, rising tides raise all ships sort of situation there, uh, plan there with Pop Guru. Well, I've always liked to think that that we're a community. And so, you know, everybody 
like Mark and Martha from from Martha the Muffins. I mean, they, they've been very good at mentoring some of the younger artists and, and, and writing with them and, and, you know, sharing their knowledge with them. And, you know, everybody, you know, some people like Adario uh, was a guest on, on a ghost caravan track or somebody else plays on somebody else's track or, you know, Adario's a solo artist now, but when you see him live, you know, I would say four fifths of the band is Grand Analog members. So, you know, everybody is helpful. And, you know, I don't know whether I'm going to get it, but we've been doing these series of pop guru reviews where we go into revolution recording and we film record uh, a, a half hour live stream concert. And we did one in the fall. We're doing one right now. And I've applied for one in the fall, which, as I said, I don't know whether we'll get it or not, but if we do get it, it's it's based on collaboration. So it's, it's really almost like the definitive concert series in the sense that I'm pairing up two different artists over, you know, five or six pairs, and they their, their only mandate is to get together, come up with something, and then we'll film it and present it, you know? So, you know, there are a lot of different interesting combinations. Like one of them was John Orpheus working with uh, Mark and Martha from Martha and the Muffins, because they have a side project called Chemical Dreams. And again, this is another one where they got, I put them together to write a song for a car commercial and they ended up writing another song that was so good that I said, okay, we can't give this to the car commercial. We, we've got to keep this. So, so we ended up releasing this single and video called Look to the Moon, which was Chemical Dreams featuring John Orpheus. And that was a perfect example of, you know, a dream collaboration for me because neither one of those artists would have written this song on their own. The only way this song would have existed is if those three people were in the same room. So I'm hoping we get this grant from the Canada Council of the Arts because if we do, then we can do a lot more of that kind of collaboration where we put people in a room and who knows what's going to come out. Mm-hmm, absolutely. If anybody from the you know Canada Council from the Arts just happens to be uh, listening, nudge, nudge, nudge. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I've checked out a couple of these concerts, and if anybody hasn't checked out the Pop Guru YouTube either, uh, they definitely should, because I know that there was one of those videos that was featuring Alex Exists. I think he was paired with Tandem, possibly, but either way, is coming out with just incredible sounds, like a 20-minute set and just like six tracks. It is an incredible show. The production value is, my goodness. Yeah. Well, I mean, I I think that's that's kind of like my credo, if you will. I mean, in the sense that I believe in quality. I think it, I'm just actually reading a book right now, a uh, biography of Malcolm McLaren, who, you know, he, he discovered or developed the, the Sex Pistols and, and then later went on to do his own album, stuff like that. But, you know, he was... Uh, very good at, at at sort of drawing things out of people and, and and putting things together, you know. So that that kind of, as they said, the kind of mandate is 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 you know what we do here as well. I hope. 
Absolutely. Uh, continuing to uh, grow, like you said, uh, some new artists and continuing to put artists like Martha and the Muffins, continuing to keep them out there, mixing them up with new artists so that they can combine, collaborate, and together continue to make amazing music. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, like, as I said, you know, it's really important to, to, to do quality. And I think if you do quality work, people recognize it. Not everybody in this kind of prefab era, you know, takes time to do that. But, uh, you know, like I was just commenting that somebody was asking about one of the last week's show, which was uh, Wilderness of Manitoba playing Unplugged with Strings. And I said, well, you know, like, you know, we had a long discussion about which song form you know, I had known Rachel and Michelle, the two string players, for quite some time because they'd also played with Grand Analog. And, you know, I, I have a long time relationship with Revolution and, and partners there. And, and, you know, I chose the backdrop. So there was a lot of thought put into that performance. And even though it was only, you know, a 25-minute performance, you know, there was a lot of uh, work and thought and, and effort put into that to make sure that what people were seeing and hearing was you know what i think is great you know and that's what we we don't always hit that mark but we're always trying to hit that mark Mm -hmm. absolutely absolutely so i have one last question that i really want to ask of you here before i let you go graham is that all right with you absolutely perfect all right so of course, after so many years of working in A&R, helping so many different artists at this point of the game, uh, to continue to work with artists like Alex Exists, Tandem, Sam Casey, artists who are just getting their foot into the game, getting their feet wet, really starting to build their own careers. What is it like to continue to assist those artists and like? How fulfilling is that for you as an individual? Well, you know, it's my favorite thing to do. You know, I mean, it's something that I've done right from the beginning. And, you know, I was originally a musician myself. We signed a, a, a band. I was in signed a recording contract with, with Capitol Records. And then the head of Capitol Records then became my music Canada. Uh, when the band broke up, he recommended that uh, that I go into AR, which which I did. And you know, it's it's something that I've always enjoyed doing. It's something that they said is my favorite thing to do to to discover a band or discover an artist, develop them. And, you know, if at, at the end of all this, if my legacy is, you know, I was a patron of the arts, then then I'm fine with that. I, I can live with that. You know, and it's it's you know it's exciting when you take an artist like Grand Analog or or Wilderness of Manitoba and you know like nobody knows who they are they're absolutely brand new nobody knows who they are and then I remember a few years later with with Wilderness of Manitoba we're playing the End of the Road Festival in the UK and. Uh, that was an interesting story because this intern at the festival was listening to their first EP at while he was working at his desk. The woman who booked the festival walked by, said, "Who is that?" 
and she basically phoned me and booked us on the spot. And so here, here is this band that I took from literally nothing, zero. And, you know, a year later, they're performing at this one of the most prestigious English festivals around. And she did us a favor. She put us on this stage called, you know, which had a capacity, I think, of 750 people. And she put us on the, you know, in the program featured. Uh, so she did everything she could to make sure that people were going to pay attention. And, and that's one thing I find about the English. They really listen. And so you have 750 people in this tent. And when the band finished playing, they got a standing ovation, you know, and I went, wow, you know, here's a band that, you know, a year ago was playing in art gallery in Toronto to five people. And here we are and they're getting a standing ovation in the UK. And yeah, that I have to say, is a real rush. It's a, it's a real, you know, it's, it's why you do these or, or grand analog is you take them and they're, they're playing this pre Grammy event in Los Angeles. and they're playing outside in the parking lot and there's all these, you know, people there that have won Grammys and, and everybody's listening to Grand Analog and, and again, positive reaction. And that's one thing. I mean, obviously, the last two years have, have put a bit of a dent in that. But I always, when I sign a band, I want to be confident that I can put them on a stage anywhere in the world and they'll get across. And, and that's, that's really stood me in good stead over the years because you know one of the ways that we've managed to sort of internationalize pop guru and the artist is by going to international conferences like south by southwest or reaperbond festival in germany or great escape in england and and just you know putting them on stages and, and seeing people connect wow my goodness I thank you so very much for sharing your ethos, the ethos behind Pop Guru, and also sharing uh, this upcoming album, Coverama, this upcoming show, May 21st, the Drake Underground. If you're in Toronto, get your tickets. This promises to be an incredible show. Graham, thank you so very much for joining us here today on the Desert Tiger Podcast. Well, thanks for having me. It was a lot of fun. Ah, ambush. It was an absolute honor to have Graham Stairs of Pop Guru here on today's episode of the DTP. I hope that you enjoyed it as well. We dove behind not just this upcoming Coverama album, this upcoming show going down at the Drake Underground in Toronto, May 21st, 2022. It's a Saturday. Mark it on your calendars, unless, of course, it's after that date. You've missed the show, but you can still go listen to the album, and you absolutely should, regardless of where you are, because there are some amazing covers inside of the... They're all amazing. What am I talking about? They are all incredible. You best be checking this album out. And, of course, it was a pleasure to pick Graham's brain a little bit about the music industry, about the ethos of a pop guru as well so i have to say one final thank you to graham for joining us here today i have to thank the amazing ola from over at indoor recess for setting this opportunity up german from yp editor for making it all sound so good 
And last but not least, you, the mighty AM voice, for tuning on in. If you've yet to join up with the AM, you can do so by subscribing to the show, and you can also help us by sharing this interview, giving us a five-star review over on Apple Podcasts and iTunes, and by checking out our web store. It is www.deserttiger.shop. And that's where you go to cop yourself something to represent and show your love of the DTP. And the best part is, looking is free. It's deserttiger.shop. And now we leave you with this. Go out, find your roar, and then let it out into the world and let them know just how wondrous, powerful, and beautiful you and your roar are. And until next time, am. Bye-bye. The Desert Tiger Podcast.